0: Hello, everyone. It's time for Adventures in Careerland. And today, this is season two, episode number four. And we're getting more and more excited about this podcast because we're in COVID time and we're looking for things to do. I'll tell you what, it's it's getting pretty pretty tight out there with restrictions. We're in our heavy masks right now. I'm in a Chewbacca suit, completely covered in a hazmat suit doing this. Not really, but we're we're always excited to be on this podcast because we talk about careers. I'm Adriano Magnifico. I'm your host, and I'm joined by my ABLE assistants and producer, Zoe Kruzak. Hello. How are you doing, Zoe?
1: I'm doing pretty good. How are you?
0: All right. How's the course going? She's in the broadcast. These two Students are in the broadcast media program at the Luriel Arts and Tech Center, and this is one of the 13 programs in this center that helps students get a little leg up on employment and skill development. And this is the broadcast media program, and these, these two are really, really made a great choice. And we have Akira Sakaki. Tell us, sir, how are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. All right, so what have you, how's the course going for you guys so far? You were super busy today. I walked in today and you were super busy. They looked at me like, oh, no. We got to do this today. That's what you gave me that look. Okay, a little bit, and they're looking at me. What? What? A little bit because they're busy. They're students. So how's the course going? What's uh, What's going on right now?
1: It's going really good. Um, right now we're doing a lot of assignments on After Effects, which have been taking a little while, and like it's a lot of work, but it's 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 still fun.
0: Oh, that's a great thing. How about you, Akira?
2: Okay. Yeah, just to build on um, what Zoe was saying in regards to the After Effects stuff. I was given like this project, and it's for lightsabers, and I had to keyframe each frame. Like Star Wars lightsaber. Yeah, so I had to give myself a lightsaber and like swing it around, and 11 seconds took me three hours to do, because I had to individually each frame, I had to keyframe it, so So it's a lot.
0: 11 seconds took three hours. Either you're not very bright, or it's a lot lot of work. work. It's It's a a lot of work. work. It's a lot of work. work. I suspect it's a lot of work. Yeah, this is a smart guy. So. I'm super fortunate to have these two young, able, intelligent, thoughtful people. And they're talking about one of the cool things they do in this program. They learn the Adobe family and the series of software associated with the family. And really, this kind of stuff, the video editing, the broadcast media pieces, the, the uh, podcast. They're also doing podcasts along with this podcast they helped me with. But they're also doing what other kinds of things do you do in the program?
2: Um, well, for example, today I'm in the radio studio so i'm actually on lrsd radio uh with my co-host over there jason but uh yeah so we get to talk on the radio we also get to do like you said a lot of podcasts um we're starting to do like an in school like tv kind of show and it's going to be something like a podcast but it's going to be about why you chose to come to atc oh that's pretty cool yeah
1: yeah we'll be talking to students from all the other 13 programs here
0: yeah and that's a great point there are 13 programs here, all in applied learning. So while students get academic programming, there's a number of students in Lureal School Division and beyond who choose this kind of programming to extend their learning, to extend their, skills, their skill sets, And I really believe it makes them ready or a lot more savvy about decisions and the career clusters to which they connect. So congratulations to you two. And congratulations to me for having you two. I'm super fortunate. But today... We're not going to talk about you guys anymore, okay? Because we've exhausted that. Today we have Tori Pop. This is great. Tori Hello. is with. How are you, Tori? I'm. I'm good. I'm. I want to hear more about uh, this program. These programs. What's going on? Well, it's fantastic because Tori Pop is a former <laughs> Windsor Park Collegiate student. She was in my class back in 2011. She graduated in 2011, and she joined a program mm-hmm. that we created there called the Career Internship Program, which was. A program that started at River East back in the 90s, moved on to Windsor Park, and now is extended into many different in different hybrids in the Luriel School Division. And Tory was one of the one of the pioneers of doing this in Luriel. So Tory is now. What is your position at the Winnipeg Fringe Festival? You have a highfalutin position now,
3: don't you? <laughs> yeah, it does. You know the title; it doesn't sound too too uh, high and mighty. But uh, I'm the festival manager of the Winnipeg Fringe
0: Festival. Well, that's pretty cool, the festival manager. And who know. knows what the Fringe yeah, so Festival you... is? Okay, Zoe's going like I've never heard of it. But Zoe's from the country, so Zoe <gasps> doesn't know a lot of things about that the big stuff. Sometimes. Uh, what's the Fringe Festival? Do you know what it is, Akira?
2: No. No idea. So <laughs> I, I haven't I have like a rough idea of he what has it is. I have no idea. This is I, the guy yeah.
0: who says he you knows he says
2: something, but he doesn't really know what he's talking about. You, yeah. So let's
0: make sure Tori, get tell us what the Winnipeg yeah. Fringe Festival is. Because it's been around for at least thirty years, I think, right?
3: Yes. Yeah. So um the Winnipeg Fringe Festival is a non juried theater festival. Um, we have indoor components and outdoor components. Uh, our indoor components are the sort of non juried lottery part of our festival. So everybody applies. Um, companies around Winnipeg and across uh, Canada and then across the world uh, and you can be selected to be in our festival you come visit us you do your show and uh, 100% of the box office money goes right back to your company so if you want to put on a show and have people see it they'll pay to see it and you can make some cash. Um, it's a fun time we also have some outdoor site uh, stuff so that's like buskers and bands and it's a
0: it's a grand old time. It is a grand old time. And it is I'm telling you, I attend this usually regularly unless I'm out of town in the summer. But this is an mm-hmm. amazing festival. It is like it's it's avant garde theater, it's off the wall theater, it's it is it's campy theater. Yeah. It's it's sophisticated theater.
3: It's one man shows, one woman shows like it, it's. Amazing. And you never know what you're going to see. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like what's so great. And like, that's the great thing about the fringe is like by non juried. I mean that people aren't selecting these shows. So anybody can apply. If you have a company, a theater company, if you're a solo artist and you, you have a show that you want to put on in front of an audience apply if you get drawn in the lottery you're in like you're in. there's no so, selection
0: period telling you, zoe that that three person play we wanted to do we could be in the fringe if they pluck our number absolutely although you know we would be a little <laughs> we would be struggling i'm sure but that's that's the beauty of the fringe and it's so much fun it's so cheap to go it's about 10 bucks usually for a show it wasn't it's usually 10 or 12 now right yeah so, i think 12 dollars $12 is our usual yeah, now and so yeah for 12 bucks you go on theater walks and I, and it's all downtown it's all uh within walking distance and i've been to the edmonton fringe i've never been to the edinburgh mm-hmm. fringe which is the big one apparently but mm-hmm. this is the one that makes most sense when I, I was in edmonton i I thought it was very good but ours is all walkable that's the beauty of it so when you're out in the town it is. and you know for 30 40 bucks you see three shows you go for dinner down there and you do this for how mm-hmm. many days 10
3: days right 12 days, 12. 12 yeah. Days. So okay. it's a, it's a long time. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, you're right. Like Edmonton is, is bigger, but, um, yeah, I love that you can walk to all the venues in Winnipeg. It's yeah, great. It's, it's more spread out. Do you have a question to
2: Yeah. I'm actually going to steal, uh, Mr. Magnifico's questions right now like because, it. um, you're from winter Park Collegiate. I'm also from Winter Park. I'm in my grade 12 year. Oh
3: my God. Yeah. yeah.
2: And, and I think my sister actually might've graduated with you cause she was, uh, yeah.
3: Naomi, Nareimi, yeah. Really? Okay. Narimi, oh yeah, me, perhaps yeah, or maybe a year.
2: Maybe a year after younger, actually. Yeah, a year after. Yeah,
3: yeah, I do. I remember. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So uh, I wanted to actually know what classes did you take in Windsor Park to kind of lead you to where you are now? Like, were there certain classes that kind of got you into what you're doing? I
3: mean. English, I think, was a big one, but that was that's the thing, is my English program was the career internship program that I did with Mr. Magnifico, and I say this all the time. It's sort of a, like, the rest was history thing where I took that course, it got me into the fringe, and then the rest is history. Like, I continued on with them for the next 10 years, and here I am.
0: Well, you're, you're but a I humanities think, person. So when you yeah, talk yeah. about you got into the fringe... Just to explain, in the career internship mm-hmm. program, students apply for positions. We don't, we don't give them to you. Do you remember that? Like mm-hmm. You have to go for an interview, right? I do, yes. And you have to go for yep. that. So talk about that experience and what that was like. And when I said, you didn't know what the fringe was in high school.
3: I did not. No, I didn't. I, I like wanted to be a dentist. I think I was looking at some like <laughs> HR stuff. Like I had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, and yeah, I remember you saying, oh, you know, like you like theater, like you like going to MTC for our, you know, shows here and here and now. And so like, let's, let's get you in with the French festival. It's like, I don't know what that is. I go for lunch there with my mom sometimes. What do you, what do you mean to eat at the food truck? Um, and so, yeah, I did the uh, interview with them and I got in, uh, as an intern with the volunteer department. So I was technically staffed like an, an unpaid internship, but staff with them um, running the volunteer department. And then um, I applied to stay on for the rest of the summer. Yeah,
0: they apply, in fact, they, they paid you for the summer job, right?
3: They did, yeah. So after I finished my internship, they were like, hey, do you want to stay and continue on with us? And I said, yep, I sure do, because <laughs> I love it so much. And then, yeah, they kind of talked me into going into theater as my job. So when you say they
0: talked you into it, I kind of like what was going on there. They must have seen something in you. Why did you think they they saw a certain, you know, proclivity towards the theater environment for you?
3: I think it's, I, I mean, I love working with people and I, I get to work with people a lot in theater, a lot of different people. It's a, it's all about team building, and especially in the fringe, right? Because running the festival is a, a whole sort of separate thing than having a show in the fringe so running the festival it all relies on a team building team teamwork staff all of that I think maybe they saw that in me like I had learned a lot of that even in the career internship program that you know teamwork is teamwork makes the dream work (laughs) and I think they maybe saw that with me um, early on
0: you're walking Hallmark card I like that
3: (laughs) I mean, I could wear like one of those, you know, signs on me that says the SIP program.
0: It helped board. me That's get
3: where I am. <laughs>
0: yeah. A sandwich board, walk up and down the streets. Yeah. yeah exactly. You, you won't be taken to jail or anything. So, no, no. I don't think so. Anyway, so, uh, I mean, Akira asked a good question. You were taking some courses and you were thinking dentistry. You were in the science direction. So, what? This is it's an kind
3: absolute about face. I, yeah. And, you know, I, I did. I took I like I took physics, chemistry and biology, took all of those. Um, yeah, I did take some sort of humanitarian, like um, humanities courses and stuff in in high school and also like in university. But in high school, yeah, yeah I was like, science is what you do. Science is what I do. Um,
0: Why do you think that is? Like, especially if you take the, you know, the, the tri psi route, that's what they'd call it, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody goes, yeah, mm-hmm. you just got to take. Why do you think they do that in high school?
3: I, I think it's, the, I think it's, it's sometimes it's what everybody does. Um, so I feel like that's part of it. <laughs> I think a lot of my friends, uh, even now that I'm still close with, uh, from high school are, you know, going to be doctors or massage therapists or things that come in more of the like medical field, which you need a lot of science courses for. Um, So I think that was part of it for me. Um, But also, you know, I feel like we're taught a lot that there aren't job opportunities in the arts. um, And that maybe scares some people off, but uh, I don't know if that's true. I mean, right now it's a little slow, but it's all, I, I love what I do. And that, most important to me um, than like making any money or anything like that. You see,
0: that's the interesting part because that's the purpose of the SIP program, like the career internship program, is to help you get more in touch with who you are instead of going down mm-hmm. that beaten path. Because, you know, there's lots of external information that says, and everyone hears this keep your options open, take all Absolutely. the sciences. And Akira's nodding. Do you hear that too, Zoe?
1: Um, well, yeah, but I'm not into science okay like mm-hmm. i am but i'm not like i'm not going to take all the sciences because for what i want to do i don't think i'll need it to be honest yeah, and if i do yeah. i can always take it later and then it's fresh in my mind and then i don't have to necessarily relearn it for anything else i'll take
0: jeez it's always incredible i think recovery. that's super smart i know that's yeah. smart yeah. because that's the point right even when you take it in high school if you don't connect to it within the next few years you kind of forget it Yeah,
2: yeah
3: yeah exactly
0: and you lose it that's brilliant Zoli. Oh yeah, I mean, do
3: I remember anything physics? No. <laughs> exactly. Come on, tell me what a quadratic <laughs> equation is, quick. Yeah. N- nope. I can barely do simple math sometimes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but 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 you got ninety in pre-cal. I like that. Now there's other yeah. Things. There's other things you were doing in high school though. Like you were the class president. Yeah. Yeah. So of president cool. of student council. Yeah. And and that was kind yeah. Of, and I think uh, talk about that experience and Justin, what you learned about it and. Uh, did it influence anything about you and how you move forward at that time
3: you know i think it i think it did for sure i, I mean being a, even a co-president like i was it it's a little bit of a performance based position a little bit you know you have to i did have to talk, talk in front of the um, school at times at assemblies and things like that, and planning fun events. Which I mean, funny how that happens. That now I'm an event planner, basically. That is what the festival is, right? Um, and you know, I didn't I haven't thought about that too much about how that experience of being student council president has filtered into my work with the fringe. But that it, it's so true. I planned. I helped plan a lot of events at the school. You know, spirit week things like that. And yeah, now I now I plan a whole festival every year. I I absolutely use some of those skills now. See, that's kind of interesting
0: because um, often we just go through our high school experience and it's a rite of passage. But we just kind of leave it behind and move on, and then start, mm-hmm. you know start our life. My fingers are up in little quotation marks. We start our yeah. life. When high school for me should be a, a, a springboard. It should be something. That yeah. You, it should be a stepping stone to fly off. You should get this sense of who you are in high school and yeah. reflecting on it. And that's what SIP did a lot, but we, I, I submit that we could have done even more. Like, I think kids got to do mm-hmm. way more reflection in high school than mm-hmm. just taking yeah. courses.
3: That's, that's so interesting because, yeah, a lot of, the, some, something we talk about even, you know, in my industry now is, you know, getting out into the, you know, in air quotes, real world and I think I think that you get that a lot in university uh in my industry for sure because you know once you get out in the real world you have to be networking and people need to chat with you and stuff but I think that has to start in high school at least a little bit right like you are in the real world you're learning about yourself reflect on that and it'll take you far
0: yeah and I'm not a big fan of a you know I don't even think a big fan of having to know exactly what you want to do when you leave high school no I I don't think it's important. But I am a fan of having a sense of who you are and where your mm-hmm. clusters seem to reside. You know what I mean?
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We well,
0: lots of different jobs in different areas. And you should get a sense if you're a science guy or a humanities guy. It breaks my heart when kids go to university and they want to get into a program because they've heard they should or their friends are doing it or their parents tell them to do it. There's all kinds of external right. reasons to join things. And they join and then they yep. take calculus at university and the numbers actually mm-hmm. show that half of them will drop out. And then they're stuck there going, well, what's the plan? Because they haven't thought about the larger cluster of where they fit. And how right, they or what they like, or, yeah. And to what they gravitate. And what mm-hmm. volunteer, or it could be nonprofit stuff. It could be all kinds of social activism pieces mm-hmm. in your life. And it, it could be something entirely different. I'm interested in the arts thing you talked about. People
3: think there aren't yeah. many
0: jobs in arts. What's your opinion yeah. on that?
3: I think it's I think it's tough, and I think even in the industry, often we are competing at a high level with our sometimes our very close friends for the same positions. But I think that makes me love my job even more. And I think that's the thing with the fringe is that yeah, it, it is hard to give it is hard to get your show on a main stage theater. Say that's like the job you're looking for, or it's hard to, It's maybe difficult to become a director at a, a regional theater like MTC. But I think that starts at the fringe too. You know, you get, you kind of get to find your footing and, and see what you like in the festival, make some money, not spend a lot of money and, and figure out a, if you like it and then work towards getting some of those more difficult jobs. I don't, I, I, I well, think the it, arts are so super important. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I think the
0: arts are super important to this town oh, and, well, there's a question. Uh, Akira just hold on just for a sec, but mm-hmm. uh, Mike, well, I'll let Akira take it. Akira's got the big question. Go for it.
2: No, I just wanted <laughs> to know, because um, like, I don't know. It's, it's a question that I feel like I've been asking a lot lately, but how has the mm-hmm. pandemic affected your line of work? Because Everything's online, everything's virtual, and there's really no room to be socializing anymore with the way yep. that things are working out,
3: yeah, and any theater goer knows that theater is based in large gatherings of people so yeah it's it's hit our industry pretty hard, but we have such a strong community within the arts already that we're very committed to supporting each other. Um, that's not to say that a, a lot of, you know, my very close friends and people that I work with have lost their jobs multiple times now. Um, but everybody is really committed to getting things back up on its feet uh, once it's safe to do so. Okay.
0: No, that's. Uh, but it's been tough. <laughs> it, it is tough. And you are running the fringe again this year, right? Like it won't be yeah.
3: around, but it's going to be all virtual, right? So what does that? Yeah, look and like the, for I mean, that's the thing too, right? Is it, it has sort of given us a, an opportunity to learn more things. Like especially with myself, I've I've seen this as sort of an opportunity to learn things that I maybe wouldn't have been pressed to learn in regular circumstances. So I've learned a lot about digital theater. I'm a I'm a theater person, not a film person, but we're kind of having you know, a lot more cross section with that now going digital. And so this festival this year, yeah, we're doing a digital festival. We did a digital festival last year, learned a lot, going to apply all of that to this year. Um, So people are applying right now. Our applications are open and you can apply to do like a 10 to 15 minute bit. We're asking mostly the people who had applied to the 2020 festival and didn't get a chance to uh, perform, obviously to apply now. So they'll do like a live or pre-recorded segment. We're going to run it sort of like a TV show, maybe with some hosts. Um, and then we're going to have two sort of contest uh, segments as well. So we're going to do a monologue contest and a poetry slam. Um, oh, nice. So you can write an original monologue or an original poem and uh, maybe, yeah, win a, win a contest. I like It'll it. be great.
0: So you're going to run the Ed Sullivan show.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it'll all be online. We use a, we use a software called um, StreamYard, which is a great for live streaming and it live streams right to our Facebook, YouTube. It's awesome.
0: Oh, that's awesome. We've exactly. bought a
3: lot of gear.
0: You bought a lot of gear. Yeah, we bought, we bought like, a lot of gear. A lot of wires and, and technical <laughs> things, I bet. Like, there's wires So many now. cables. So many yes, cables. so many cables. That's what I'm going to remember COVID about. The cables. Sometimes I wait. The cables. The the cables. I yes, feel like I'm looking in the night and I just see cables hanging. Every tree I look like <laughs> looks like a giant cable. I, I'm interested what the residue will be. I know after all this, once we get back to regular mm-hmm. life, do you think there will be some virtual stuff that will stay that'll stick or do you think it's just a yeah. total go back to theater? Cause you're right about theater. I love going to theater. I love going to MTC. Mm-hmm. I love going to the fringe. The beauty of it is sitting in that crowd and looking directly into yep. that actor's eyes and being a part of a theater experience. Yeah.
3: You know? It's so true. I think, I think, the, I think it will stick around a little bit and I think it will because there are maybe people not in Winnipeg say who want to catch a couple fringe shows or something that will be happy to watch them on their computer. You know, if there's something you really, really want to see, if there was something that I really wanted to see, I, I would be happy to watch it. Well, you're right about online. that. You know? you, that may be a cool way to do it. Cause I told you,
0: I used to uh, many times I've been going to the fringe for years. I love their mm-hmm. old star Trek editions. They used to run where they used to get these, mm-hmm. these honestly, these campy madcap troops coming and do <laughs> versions of star Trek. And I love Star Trek, so I used to just howl. But I couldn't get to see them all the time. If they were taped, yeah. that could be a cool thing. And you know, you pay a little fee to see the tape too. It might be a revenue generator. That might be really. I think cool so too. Arts programs. So yeah. yeah. I yeah I I think something good will come of this. Doesn't feel mm-hmm. good. I mean, we got to get our vaccines. Have you been vaccinated? I have not.
3: I have not. I'm uh, I'm too I'm too young. Too young yet. Too
0: young. That's right. That's right.
3: <laughs> never never have I been so anxious about being too young you know that's right
0: (laughs) i'm I'm getting vaccinated today
3: oh look at you how exciting
0: how exciting i'm nervous i don't like needles i'm nervous and i just hear things i know but i have to anyway i have to get past all that i hate i I hate doing these things but i know it's for the greater good so gonna do it it's true gonna do it hey i'm wondering like one of the interesting things you talked about when in the arts community would you say that someone who wants to go into the arts Mm-hmm. It's really important to volunteer in areas and build the network. It seems because part of your gig was you started as a young intern, and mm-hmm. you've moved through the process a bit, meeting people. Talk a bit about your mm-hmm. story. Once you left your internship at the Fringe, yeah. in grade twelve, mm-hmm. the you know the July August Fringe Festival. Where yep. did you go? What did you do? <laughs>
3: So what I did was so over that time, actually, I had already applied and gotten into the University of Winnipeg, but was still sort of unsure about what I what kind of courses I was going to take. So at that time, well, how did your parents
0: uh, feel? your parents thought you're going to be a dentist <laughs> and make the family proud, and then you said, "No, no, I wanna I wanna travel. I'm gonna the go car, into the theater. theater, yeah, and uh, maybe play uh, outside of liquor marts and stuff, and do oh,
3: cataloging. I mean." How did it took a it it took some convincing. <laughs> uh, I gotta say, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to be shy about that. It did, but I think they see how much I love my job now, and they're like, "Oh, it's all worth it," you know. Um, but yeah, so I started um, taking. I, I signed up for certain courses, but what what really I think helped me is after my internship, because I had made the connections. With the people at the Fringe, which is presented by Manitoba Theatre Centre, I ended up getting a job at the box office at the Manitoba Theatre Centre. I remember that. So, do you remember me running mm-hmm. with you once? I went to buy some tickets. Yes, and you
0: were. Sitting the <laughs> yeah, box I do. Like,
3: Tori Pop. What are you doing at the box? And I'm like, office? hey. <laughs> yeah, and that was the connection that I had made, right? Because it's run by the same, because it's presented by MTC. I, I was able to like sort of transition easily into the box office. And then what was beautiful about it is I was doing that. I was going to school, um, taking theater courses, meeting even more people at, you know, different stages and like venues in the city. Um, and then I was asked back to the fringe because I was kind of still around and they could, I was visible. They could see me, you know, at the box office. So yes. I was asked back for the next summer and then it just sort of continued from there. I uh, I took a course at the university um, that's, like, the production course, and I just, like, fell in love. Yeah, and that you, was— You got into the technical side of theater, right? I did, yeah. Yeah, production, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not like, on stage. I'm not that—you know, I'm not an actor, but, uh, but all the behind-the-scenes. And, again, that's, like, where the team building comes in, and uh, I, I believe.
0: Yes, yes. And that's the beauty of theater, right? Everybody thinks theater, oh, actor— there are so yeah. many professions related to theater from the account that you never see to this, yeah. you know, to stage manager and actors. We all see those, but the accountants, the marketers, mm-hmm. the, uh, the supply chain people, they're all related to that. Like
3: yeah, absolutely. Design, like graphic design, right? Cause yes, yes. You use all, all of that program, kind of marketing tools.
0: all those things. Yes. Yes. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So in a nutshell, what would you? How important is it to build a network if you're into this?
3: Uh, I think that is the vital piece for sure. Like, I think building a network, networking, and and you know, yeah, going going out to shows. Like when it's when it's when we're able going out to shows, meeting people, talking to them, um, yes, yes. checking out things that you find interesting, like shows or events or anything like that. Um, but yeah, the people because. You know, the people are going to be the ones that, you know, get a job recommendation and and give your name out or um, yes. say, oh, I worked with this person one time or I met yes. them. They're yeah. great. You should. Yeah, it's super important yeah. to to work with people
0: who see you in action. And yes. then when you yeah. do a great job, you have them as a reference for life. So who are the big references in the theater? Like I remember working with I remember working with the fringe uh, with Walls who kind of started it all and then Bertram Schneider. Mm-hmm was part of it? Mm-hmm. And then Chuck McEwen, who's still there. And, he is, yeah. So he's the executive director. And how much of an influence have these people had on your career in terms of uh, your your circle and your, uh, of influence?
3: I mean, immeasurable, really. Like Chuck, Chuck specifically has been such a mentor for me throughout my whole career with The Fringe. So I've been there for ten years now, and he has always been at the forefront of. That's awesome. You know, like helping me through, teaching me the things that I need to know. Um, before I was in the position I'm in now, I kind of, yeah, like moved my way up the ranks and every step of the way he was there guiding me. Right. Um, oh, talking about you know what courses I should take or, you know, recommending me to people or... Yeah, and you know what? Is,
0: I in my I've worked with Chuck, and I've sent a lot of kids to him on internships. We've all yeah. done the Master Playwright Festivals, which you don't run anymore, but you used to. I used to have to you be blogging to, yeah. for that. I used to blog for him a little bit too. And I always found he had such an interest in mentoring. And I thought you're really yeah. fortunate to have someone like Chuck be having you know being in your corner, because yeah. even when I brought young guys who were messing up, he had such a kind. Mm-hmm. Kind of generous mentoring attitude to them about uh, moving forward yeah. and getting things done. I so it's when you find those people, you grapple
3: them to your soul with a hoop of steel. As uh, it's so true. As Hamlet. Would well, say. and similar similar like um, interests and stuff too, right? Like he yes. cares so much about the theater yes. industry and the arts industry that that just makes you makes me care about it so much more too, right? And want to better it and want to be better.
0: Hey, we're going to come to the end here, but I want to make sure you talk about your Banff Mm -hmm. experience.
3: You went to Banff. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I went to the Banff Arts Arts Center for Creativity. Why did you go there? What was the the situation? Yeah, so I went there for a practicum. So I I also sort of work as a stage manager, and I just wanted to further my education and further uh, my experiences. Was so that, I applied you know, was there. Super for high end. Like, that's the place to go for theater, isn't it? Yeah, it, 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 it was for sure. I, I don't know what kind of programs they're running these days, but it was for sure. Like, lots of my friends had gone there for summer programs. I was there for six months in the winter. I ran mostly now, like was their music tied, and sound stuff.
0: Was that tied to the UOW or just? No, just it? on
3: my own. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's brilliant. So you went and sought mm-hmm. that out. That's That's awesome. Yeah, it was cool. I just wanted some more experience and meeting new people and trying something in a different province because, you know, everybody does things differently.
0: Right on, right on. Okay, you know, that's your your journey has been an interesting one because you mm-hmm. started with something and you've iterated through it and you've continued to go. Now, your position mm-hmm. in the fringe now, you're a decision maker, right? Yes, yep. And, that, yep. And, and that's important. And you started just from being the gopher around there. It's true. Yes. Yeah. So, how? Yeah, I, I really worked my way up the ladder. <laughs> but, but with the combination of going to get more education, continuing yeah. to work, continuing to build your network, yeah. right, and continuing to nurture those ties that you made. I just can't mm-hmm. like you're a you're a formula for success about the things <laughs> you've done. You are like you really yeah. are because you you saw something that connected with you. You got into it and you've you've made it happen for yourself. I'm so darn proud of you, Tori Pop.
3: Well, thank you so much. I mean, I owe a lot of it. I owe a lot of it to you and the Career Entrepreneur Program. You've always (laughs) had that in you.
0: You've totally always had that in you, and it's so cool. I mean, you have the cool name, right, tory Pop? So yeah, there it, it is. It, it sounds like it should be tory Pop Pi or something. So you got your own, <laughs> and you should be in Hawaii or something with uh, yeah. With, with I'll man, get some cool
3: glasses. That's and, like, right. What are hat. you doing here?
0: What, yeah. are you, what are you doing here in Winnipeg? You got to be in New
3: York. Pop, yeah, exactly. Get Pop on the phone. Get Pop on the phone right now. We've got to work a deal. Yeah, maybe I should just start going by my last name. <laughs>
0: pop well you could be a or, or you could be part of a campy i always talk about the old adam west batman you could be part of the pop adam west batman series with our adventure career land group so how exciting! i love it i love it <laughs> so i i i just love that you're having success i just love that you're connecting with yourself i think it's so cool and that part of the message of you like in your journey is really mm-hmm connecting with what really satisfies and connects with you as as a person and your sensibilities. If you were to give advice, think of those days back in grade 11 or 12. What would you tell a grade 11 or 12 who's sitting there going, I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess I, what should I do?
3: Yeah. I think the biggest thing is, you know, something that you mentioned before too. It's totally okay to not know what you want to do and you and you also never know when you're going to meet somebody or interact with something or be part of something that really just lights your fire so continue to look for those opportunities and find what you truly love or what truly speaks to you and everything else will fall into place like I know that sounds very woo-hoo. <laughs> but <I> think, <laughs> woohoo, but I think. the
0: Philosophy of Tory Pop. I. Uh,
3: yeah, <laughs> I think we've got a sitcom here
0: in the making.
3: There it is. Yeah, I think it's just you know don't 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 put too much pressure on yourself to find what you want to do right now, right this second. Because yeah, I I'm a big proponent of you you never know what's around the corner, and as long as you stay positive and stay committed to yourself, you will find what you love.
0: That's awesome. You
3: know, I remember, remember we
0: talked about that in SIP all the time in those days? Mm-hmm. I just said, mm-hmm. you got to go for this. Well, I don't know what it is. Well, just go yep. to it. Just go to it. Well, why should I? I don't know. It might change your life. <laughs> exactly. And if it should. doesn't, what did you lose? What did you, you, lose? You, you gained an experience, you know? Yeah, precisely. Hey, Tori, it is so good talking to you. It's it the end great. of podcast. How sad is this? And uh, uh, I I could talk to you. We've been talking for thirty five minutes. I could talk to you for another thirty five. And hopefully we will so off the line at some point. But uh, when the fringe is going again, um, I'll be there. And we'll see what you got yes. to offer. I'm I'm excited to see what you got to offer in this term. Uh, on this yeah, with the fringe, is it going another ten days?
3: Uh, no, we'll just be doing uh, four days, I believe. Sorry, the twelfth to the seventeenth of July. That's when our festival's running. Okay. Well, I'm gonna. Uh,
0: be a rapt observer of this and and uh just glad that it's going on and uh hey this yeah. this too will soon be done and we will be back on the streets up and down the stain district watching real fringe stuff so excited uh, to do it i can't wait and yeah. i can't wait to see you all out there <laughs> yeah no well, we we want to do it so akira thanks for producing today zoe thanks for producing today as always and uh that's the end of our podcast Tori, we will talk to you soon. Thanks Thanks for being such a great Yeah, talk to you soon. Take care. All right, bye bye. Bye bye.